The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind. Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. The Gospel of the Lord. Sometimes in the church, we have a reading that is used in the Sunday Mass, and a couple days later, or even a couple days before, we hear another reading in the weekday that sounds very similar, if not almost exactly the same. Do you know why that is? Do you know actually how the church picks the readings throughout the year? Do you know how like that works out? No? What about, do you know, okay, so there are cycles to the readings, and Advent, which is considered like the new beginning of the new season for the church, is when we change the cycles. So on the weekends, we have three different cycles we go through. There's year A, there's year B, and there's year C. So when we started this Advent, we started over at year A again. So all the readings are from year A, the first, the second, the Psalms, the Gospels. It's for the Sundays. The weekdays, a little more unique because we don't have a second reading, but it's the same time. So Advent, we shift. So we go, we have year one or year two. I'm pretty sure we're back in year one. And so sometimes you might be in year one of the weekdays and then year A of the Sundays. Or you might be in year two and year B or year one and year C. Or there's any combination of those. It's beautiful because the church has this insight to select the readings it's selected. And then within certain seasons, things come back up. And so we, we hear them almost in like a repetitive way because clearly there's something the Lord wants us to interpret from that, to hear from that. So this reading, this gospel, is what we had just heard on Sunday. It's about John the Baptist. It's a little bit of a different section, but it was still like the core root of it about John being imprisoned, asking this question, is this the Messiah? Is this the one I've been preaching about? And is this the one that we're waiting for? Because since he's in prison, he wants to know, has his mission been fulfilled? Has it all been worth it? So then Jesus talks about, you know, who, who was John? Like, what were you seeking when you went to go look for John? Does anyone know anything about John the Baptist? Whoa, a lot of people know stuff about John the Baptist. Okay, all right, all right, yeah. He's in the desert for a while, ate locusts and honey. Good. What else do we know? What else do we know? 
Oh. Yeah, go, both of you. See if you got the same answer. Yeah, Jesus asked him to baptize him. That's right. Okay. Was that going to be your answer? Oh, we got a different one. Okay. Yeah, when Mary, pregnant with Jesus, visited her cousin Elizabeth, who was pregnant with John, John leapt for joy, recognizing the Messiah. Very good. Okay. Yes. Yep, they're cousins. Perfect. John was the one who baptized and prepared the way for Jesus. Right, so like he was telling people, like, hey, I'm going to prepare a way for the Lord. Absolutely. One more. I'd have to look that up if you baptized a pharaoh or someone. I'm not sure. But yeah, the big thing I wanted to get at was like John was out in the desert. He looked a little cuckoo, okay? Because he wore sackcloth, ate locusts and honey. It's like, what sane person does that? Have you ever had locusts and honey before? Uh Uh-uh. I've had honey before, not the locusts. I'm sure they're kind of crunchy though, so it sounds okay. But Jesus' question is like, well, who did you go out to see? This crazy guy? No. Did you go out to see this? No. You, you went to see this person who was preparing a way, and, and John had a really, really important role. He, he, he highlights how important John's role was, that, you know, in all of the Old Testament figures, you think about things like Adam and Eve, Moses, Abraham, Isaac, David, all these other people, and he's saying, John, was the greatest. However, this is where things get really interesting. Compared to that old covenant, the new covenant that we belong to, that exists because of Jesus, it says even the the lowest person there is greater than John. And so if John was like the guy here, but in this new new, uh, covenant, even the lowest person, the lowest saint, whatever, is greater than him. That's, that shows this relationship that Jesus wants us to have with him, that by an encounter with the living God, we've already been amplified in our relationship. So I've talked about this before, about being a sit, you know, a saint in training. And that, that's a, an important idea to keep maintaining. Like, how am I preparing myself in the season of Advent prepare for the Lord? How am I preparing also to just be a saint for the rest of my life? How am I preparing to be a saint uh, in the future? So it's cool. I, I like it when we see those, those combinations in the readings, but that's kind of how we get there. We have these different cycles, so the church does have an actual plan in the readings when it comes to them. But also with John, he wasn't just this, this crazy guy out in the desert wearing weird clothes and eating weird stuff. John's actually had a really significant and important mission, we, and we hear about that relationship. But even then, because of our relationship with Jesus, we're, we're even more amplified, which means that there's important like what we do and why we do it. Um, and as disciples, as the people in the new covenant, we have to continue to proclaim the message of Jesus. We have to continue to make way for him. That's what Advent's all about. We're making a place in our hearts for God.
So as we get ready, you know, with you got your Christmas program tonight, and then you got the short week next week, and Christmas break is here. Don't forget to take moments in your day to pause, to slow down, and just to think, Lord, how am I acting like a saint? Lord, how am I preparing my heart to receive you at Christmas? And if we do that, I bet we'll find a really great gift for ourselves.